This is DMOU, Destination Marketing Organization University, the DMO Sectors Podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Geist. DMOU is where you hear the best and the brightest in the destination marketing space, sharing innovative and compelling stories to inspire you to take your destination and organization to the next level. The format for our conversations on DMOU is elegantly simple. It's three questions and a bonus round. And today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Searchwide Global, the premier executive search firm in the DMO space. Mike Gamble and his team uncover the talent out there that is not looking, meaning that clients get a far richer candidate base from which to choose than just placing ads in pubs and online. And their client satisfaction rate across multiple metrics is 98%. If you're looking for that new opportunity or the perfect candidate, call them. You can learn more at searchwideglobal.com. And now it's on to our show. Steve Hayes serves as the president and CEO of Visit St. Pete Clearwater, whose mission is to develop and implement innovative global sales and marketing initiatives that will bring sustainable visitation to the destination for the economic benefit of residents and businesses of Pinellas County and its number one employer, tourism. Before coming to St. Pete Clearwater in December of 2019, Steve served as the president of Visit Pensacola from 2013 to 2019. He began his career in the tourism industry in 1985 with the Greater Peoria, Illinois Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, and I'll be there next week to deliver their new strategic plan, and if you haven't been back, wow, it's, it's changed a lot since you were there. He joined Visit Tampa Bay in 1987, where he worked in sales and marketing roles before becoming executive vice president in 1999. Some of Steve's significant career achievements are the development of a five-year strategic plan for growing Pensacola's tourism. Destination 2020 was the first of its kind in Pensacola and brought together the community to work towards a common vision and a goal of increasing the impact of tourism in the community. He was also involved in the creation of a five-agency consortium called Showcase Pensacola to work collaboratively to help Visit Pensacola position the community as a travel destination. And he contributed to the development of the successful bids to host the 2012 Republican National Convention and Super Bowl in 2009 in Tampa, Florida. He was also named by Advertising Age as one of the top 100 marketers for his innovative marketing approach to the summer travel generation. Steve is an Eagle Scout. He's married to Mary Hayes, a director of global accounts with Helms Briscoe, the global leader in meeting procurement. They have two children, a daughter, Madison, second grade teacher in Tallahassee, and John, who is a senior at Florida State University Great School. And Steve's outside interests include soccer, watching the Tampa Bay Lightning, traveling and reading, and Steve Hayes. Welcome to DMOU. Good morning, Bill. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. A little bleary-eyed. I, I had a late flight in last night, but all good and great to talk to you about one of the most innovative ideas that we've seen. And I'd love to talk at some point in time. What you also did in Pensacola with that five-agency consortium, because that's always a problem, right? You have to pick one agency. The other agencies hate you. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how you did it, but you got five agencies to work together for the common good of Pensacola. So that's a whole nother conversation we can have some other time. But before we begin, tell us what it's like in St. Pete Clearwater as you emerge from COVID and what the state legislature is thinking now when it comes to the future of Visit Florida. Well, Good news on both fronts. In looking at Visit Florida and this last legislative session, not only did they get $50 million from general revenue in the budget, but they got an additional $25 million, so they're up to $75. And that's coming out of the federal dollars that the state was receiving. And the governor realized that 
you know, tourism is a bounce back for this state and we need to be doing the things yeah. necessary to drive that business. So great news on, on that front. It wasn't 75 million about where you were before all the political attacks. It was over the 75, probably getting closer to a hundred, but that's the whole thing. As people were looking at them and saying, well, what are you doing with it? And you know, there was some turmoil. Dana Young, their CEO, has done a fabulous job of dealing with the politics of it yeah. and showing what Visit Florida does. And the great part is, I think the governor sees it, the legislature sees it. And so now we get this opportunity to help you know, continue to drive success here in the state, which kind of leads to your first part of the question, and, you know, how is business here? And you know, as I did an interview yesterday, not only did we knock it out of the park, this spring, we, we ended up being over 2019 numbers. Um, in fact, in April, just looking at TDT collections, tourist development tax collections, we beat the previous April of uh, April of 19 by 30%. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's almost at March levels. And normally we would see a slight dip going from Easter into Memorial Day. We did not see that. Memorial Day weekend, I mean, we saw occupancies in the high 90s, which we have never seen. Now we're into summer, and I don't see the gas letting up. I don't see, you know, people saying, wait a minute, well, it's not going to travel because all the destinations are open. So like I told the a paper yesterday, you know, we expected to beat 20. Oh, well, yeah. That was a given. Sure. But to be beating 2019 at this point? it was unexpected. Yeah, that really is. And has there been a corresponding relationship, if you will, with new cases in your region? Because the reason I ask is, you know, the summer season has started, you know, as a timestamp, uh, we're recording this on June 18th. And I was just in Southwest Missouri, Branson, Springfield, that area, and they're spiking. Now, part of that is, interestingly, only 20% of the population has been vaccinated in that region. So I'm guessing the vaccination rate is much higher in Florida, so maybe you're not seeing it. But has there been a corresponding increase that causes anybody concern? No. And if you look back at okay. some of the major things that have happened since even February, Super Bowl being an example, then going into spring travel season, now you're into summer, right. you did not see spikes that, you know, hey, this was a super spreader event. Good. I think the other thing you mentioned is the fact of vaccination rate. And, you know, in Florida, that number is north of 50%. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Locally, we're strong with our vaccination. So, yeah. again, you don't know what can set it off and you continue to monitor it, but we're not seeing anything related to the spikes that we saw in 2020. Good. That's great to hear. Well, listen, let's get to your three questions and the bonus round. You have got, obviously, a stellar destination. And somebody thought it would provide the perfect background for an Amazon Prime video series about a rich corporate playboy that loses everything except his hotel points. And he's got a ton of them. So <laughs> <laughs> tell us how this Prime series came together with Visit Florida. Well, it was really a two-pronged approach. Internally in our team, the film commission, which is under Visit St. Pete Clearwater, and our marketing team had been talking about ways that we could 
use film to help tell our story? And what would that even begin to look like? Yeah, because you know we've had dolphin tails shot here. Um, we've had you know other movies that have been shot here, but it's never been totally about the destination. And so we're trying to figure out, well, what could work? Same time, Visit Florida has this idea of, again, what you just described as this gentleman who is coming from New York. And then he, when he gets down here, what he thinks is on business, he has nothing. And now he's got to live off of you know the hotel points. Well, they said, that's the storyline we want to go with. Now, where in Florida is this going to fit? And they talked to several other destinations, but they also talked to us. And we're like, wait a minute, this is kind of what we're thinking about, too. The two teams got together and from there started writing the script to say, okay, this is where we can shoot this. You know, the hotel now is the iconic Don Cesar. And then here's other locations within the community. And so the story, which is in, you know, segments of running 10 to 12 minutes each. Each of them tell a story within that story, and it's it's really kind of cool. You know, it is, and it was funny as I looked at the comments on Prime, and I think that I saw it's like a 4.3, 4.5 rating, mm-hmm. and so many of the comments commented on that that says, you know, I love this because it comes in chunks of 17, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, and it's really digestible, and you can, I mean, you could probably, you know, do the whole series in one evening. Or you say, you know, I, I got 15 or 20 minutes to kill. Let's do the next episode. And I think that, that that's really kind of unusual. And it really comes out in the comments that people are kind of digging the, the shorter version. It's kind of like the uh, Kaminsky effect. Um, I've heard from a lot of people. And if you haven't watched Kaminsky, it's, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Third season is out now. But they're all about 25 minutes. Yeah. And so it's really easy to consume. So here's a question that I had, though. You've got this you know, this iconic hotel. You've got scenes from all over the region. It paints you in a really beautiful light. But is it off-brand for this guy to lose everything but be living on points? <laughs> well, so a little-known secret is this. So here you are at the Don, and you know they're featuring that, and that's where his points are. The little fact is the Don doesn't have points. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, you know, there's the little quirk with that, you know, again, from a standpoint of the destination and the story itself, I mean, the likelihood of somebody living off points is probably not yeah. the story. Right. However, I think that's just the intro to it because what you're really doing is getting into, all right, you're seeing a guy going from I'm king of the hill to I'm now at the bottom. What do I do? And it's, it's the learning process. And so he starts learning about himself and things that he didn't know. And it starts to build that story. And I think that's what you, what you really kind of take away from it versus really, am I going to live on my Marriott points or my Hertz points or whatever? You know, it's all about him and what he learns about himself. Yeah. And I think also it's what he learns about the service industry. Because the people at the hotel mm-hmm. help him on that journey. And it really puts the service workers that we depend on every single day in, I think, a really, really positive light. That's my takeaway. I mean, I, I love the scenes of the destination, but I even more, I love the people around him and how they are helping him in this self-realization journey. And the great part is that you and I as travelers have met 
folks like the ones you see in the show. Yeah. And that speaks highly of the frontline industry and why, you know, today we're like, how do we get more of those folks back in? Because they do play such a role in folks when they come to visit and, and stay with us and experience our destinations. Yeah. So I'm halfway through the series. Tell me how much fun it was to work with the team that is putting this together. And there's another name that comes into this that most of us in this industry know. So it's not just Visit Florida and it's not just your DMO, but you've also got a partner in someone who knows us intimately. The interesting part with this, Bill, and I don't know if it was done on purpose or not, but the staff kept me updated. However, they didn't want me on scene to see what was going on. Really? And part of that was this. When I saw the premiere, I was seeing everything for the first time. Okay. That way, I was sitting here looking at it. And it's funny because I've now watched it, I think, three times because each time I'm going in and trying to see what I see different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm trying to catch the visuals of the destination and say, okay, that's where that is. So I, I definitely know that. Or where is that? You know, that didn't recognize it. And, and then the storyline, you know, because I, you know, again, one of the things they had talked about, you know, the potential of, well, is there a season two to this? And it was going to depend so much on, you know, how people respond to it. And I kept thinking, now, how the heck are they going to go through and do a season two? Mm -hmm. And sure enough, final episode, I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's the cliffhanger. <laughs> So as I said, you've got a partner beyond Visit Florida in this that actually did the production work. So tell us about that. So in this, we worked with uh, Miles Partnership, but they had gone out and got a production company because they realized that this could be something going forward as you develop content. And what's interesting is we work with Miles on things. They also work with, with Visit Florida, so it was a, a very good team effort. But bringing this production company in and saying, okay, now let's go to produce this. You know, typically when we're doing working with a production company is they already have their script. They already have where they're going to do everything. They just need our help in permitting or they need help, you know, getting stuff through the system. Yeah. It, they're not looking for the suggestions. In this case, they were asking us, all right, here's what we're trying to get across. Where are those places that we could shoot? And then, you know, helping them out from that standpoint. So, you know, bringing all of that to the table and then having Visit Florida bring Amazon Prime Video to the table was huge. Yeah. And I think amazing that, you know, we view Miles in a number of different ways for, you know, helping destinations tell their story. It's kind of like the conversation we had with Butch in Nashville. Butch said, I never thought I was going to be a movie producer. And yet he's been the executive producer of two movies about songwriting and music in Nashville over the past four or five years. And the most recent one is uh, simply fabulous. The American songwriter, I think it's called, but same kind of a thing for here. It's like, who knew that miles would be a video production house that could produce content for Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Very cool. When we had a chance to hang at uh, destinations, international CEO summit, you told me, that there also might be another show in the works. What can you tell me about that one? <laughs> Man, you let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> so strangely enough, again, as I had told you that our marketing team had been talking with our film team about a concept of a film related to the destination 
and you know having that creating that content we right before agreeing to do all this with visit florida have signed a deal to work with a production company to produce a full length feature film hallmark style type film and it's on the destination about the destination and so we're in the process of getting that started to be filmed and then basically what we would end up doing is then marketing it out to distribution sites be it hallmark or lifetime or amazon or netflix mm-hmm. and again sure. it would be a full-length movie and again i don't know all the particulars of the the script part of it but you know it, it's about someone falling in love and when they talk about going and having a date and they go to the pier they're at the pier yeah and they're in saint pete or they're in dunedin and again it's talking about the destination. It's visualizing the destination, but it's all interwoven with the story. Yeah, and I think that that's perfect. And you know, it's funny. I, I saw that they're bringing Miami Vice back for a, a mini series, and I hadn't thought of it until what you've done uh, in St. Pete Clearwater. But that was one of those iconic television series that really placed. And so does Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. I mean, it really places the destination in a in the driver's seat and really showcases the best and in some cases the worst of the destination. But Miami Vice, it was always, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of crime that they were trying to solve, but it really made the city look fabulous. And And talk about Hallmark. I think it was Guam. One of the best Hallmark Christmas movies I've seen was based on this Air Force base and that they do this present drop all over that region to islands that have virtually nothing. And it was one of those moments where we're sitting there watching it, and I'd never considered Guam as a potential destination, but it was gorgeous. And I was like, we should consider this. <laughs> and all because of a you know, sappy Christmas movie on Hallmark, right? Mm-hmm. I think you're really onto something here that I think Guam benefited from somebody else's idea. The fact that you guys intentionally went out to do this and will be doing it again, I think is really, really very, very cool. What it goes back to is, you know, it's how can you help tell your story in a way that maybe your customer isn't used to seeing it and it's not being thrown at them right in their face. Yeah. And I think this is that way you're able to go through and do that. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about the current production that is on Amazon Prime. What's it called? How can people find it? It is called Life's Rewards. And if you go to Amazon Prime uh, video and just do the search and type that in, you'll be able to find it. It's going to be eight episodes. As you said, you can watch it all at once. You can watch it in segments. But again, it's getting some great traction And the interesting thing, Bill, is that we haven't put any money into the marketing of it, pretty much been organic at this point. And really for us, the next opportunity is putting paid money behind promoting it. Uh And again, we're looking at the number of views, we're looking at the downloads, we're looking at all those things. And then really the comments you see from people that have viewed it, the ratings to say, okay, is this worth going into a season two? And again, that's a Visit Florida decision, but I think we're willing to, to make that investment with them if we feel that this is successful. 
So if he's burned through all of his points at the end of season one, you know, I don't mean to step into your lane here, but I can honestly say, and again, I, I think that the beauty and the, the sweetness of the show is the hospitality crew around him. Maybe he should start working back of the house and see how that works, right? <laughs> well, and you know what? I, I can't say too much because then that I know. would ruin the ending one, but it does set it up for a great season two if that should proceed. So congratulations. When I saw the uh, the PR on this, I couldn't wait to get in front of the TV and, and catch a few episodes, and we'll probably finish it up this weekend. But time for your bonus round question, and we kind of hinted at this in your bio, but you are an avid sports and music fan. So tell me what sport keeps the Hayes family together. <laughs> so it's hockey. Yeah. And this time of the year is like Christmas. Too. <laughs> so I have two kids, one's 26, one's 21. And literally last night there was a game. And in the middle of the game, we're texting on goals. We're texting on penalties. They're watching it. We're watching it. And the one story I wanted to tell was the year the, the Bolts won the cup in 04, my son and I were playing hockey in our driveway that afternoon before that evening, and we were going to have a watch party. And dad high-sticked his son and high-sticked his son enough that it cut him enough to have stitches. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So we're in the emergency room. He's getting all stitched up. And to show you, you know, what this was like, when we got home that night, see the stitches and then he's got a little bit of black and blue starting to form. He's greeting our guests at the door to the house. And as they're walking in, they're like, oh, you know, what happened, John? His comment was, I'm just like Ruslan Fedotinko, <laughs> who was one of the lightning players that had gotten high sticked right below, you know, yeah. on, on his face. And he was so proud of that. But I've got pictures of the kids when they were, you know, eight, nine years old at a hockey game, and they just come to love the Bolts. Our daughter knows everything about every player on the Bolts, you know, including, you know, who their girlfriends are, what dogs they have, you know, what stories they tell. And it's just the one thing that this time of the year we can wrap our heads around together. And even though they live in another city and we're here, that just keeps us together. That is such a great story. Very cool. So Life's Rewards on Amazon Prime. If you are not a Prime member, it's probably worth it. <laughs> you should do that and catch the show. Steve, congratulations. Uh, we can't wait to see what comes next, uh, whether it be season two or your new production. And uh, as we say at the outset of the uh, show, innovative, very innovative. So congratulations. Thank you, Bill. I've enjoyed uh, talking with you about it. All right. That's it for this edition of DMOU. Tell your friends and peers this is where the best and the brightest get together to tell inspiring stories for DMO pros. And thanks, too, to our sponsor at Searchwide Global, the premier executive search firm in the DMO space, Mike Gamble, and his team uncover the talent out there that isn't looking, meaning that clients get a far richer candidate base from which to choose than just placing ads in pubs online. If you are looking for a new opportunity or looking for the perfect candidate, call them. You can learn more at searchwideglobal.com. DMOPros.com is where you're going to find more on our services to the DMO world, plus links to the Z News, our book destination leadership, our blogs at the biggest DMO job board on the planet, as well as links to earlier episodes of DMOU. That's DMOPros with a Z.com. 
Executive producer of VMOU is Terry White, and this is a production of VMO Pros. I'm your host, Bill Geist. Until next time. Thank you.